In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. What does it look like to be yourself and live in the freedom of Jesus during those middle and high school years? In her latest book, Be Loved, social media influencer and speaker Emma May Jenkins chronicles her high school journey through sports, work, school, friends, and even navigating the lunchroom, all while living out her faith. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm thrilled to welcome my friend Jeremy McMorris. Jeremy is the lead pastor at Liberty Baptist Church in Dalhart, Texas. Prior to pastoring in Texas, Jeremy has served on pastoral staff in South Carolina and in California. Currently, he's working on his Doctor of Educational Ministry degree at Southern Seminary. He's been married to Angie for 17 years, and they have four wonderful children. In addition to church and family, Jeremy also enjoys hunting, reading, fitness, and unfortunately, LSU football. But we won't go there. Jeremy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you. So what passage do you have for us today? Well, today I've got 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. And it says this, For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Wow, there is a lot packed in there. So if you were to take this verse and unpack it and put it in your own words, Jeremy, what might that paraphrase sound like? Yeah, well, the way I uh, often explain this passage is with a a very uh, visual object lesson. I often will will bring a trash can into the room with me and uh, and I'll have something akin to like a, a ticket that you would use to get into a show or a baseball game or something like that. And so the trash can represents my sin and the ticket represents the perfect righteousness of Christ. And in this verse, we see that there is an exchange that happens. In fact, many people have referred to what happens here in verse 21 as the great exchange. And so at salvation, my sin, that trash can full of sin is taken away by Jesus Christ. And the Bible says in other places that it's it's separated as far away as the East is from the West. And the other half of this exchange, the other half of this trade is that I get the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. And though he earned it, it really does belong to me. And when God looks at me, he sees me in full possession of the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. So because God is gracious, he considers something that doesn't belong to us as belonging to us, because I guess in reality, we are united to Christ and therefore what belongs to him belongs to us. Yeah, that's exactly right. Other passages in scripture, and even uh, if you read before we get to this verse in 1 Corinthians, uh, we see that uh, in verse 17, I'll just read it. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And so you're right. God looks at us as being in his son. And so, um, so what belongs to the son really does belong to us. You know, I've heard it said that it's sort of like a husband and a wife, right? Before they're married, 
they have separate bank accounts, but you know, for example, but then once they're married, what they have together separately, now they have together. They're united as one family. Yes. Jeremy, you mentioned verse 17. So let's talk about context for a minute. It's always good when we look at a verse to look at what comes before, maybe what comes after. Sure. Can you just take a moment and set the context? What's going on in this chapter? Sure. Yeah. So Paul is writing to the believers of the church at Corinth. And without going through the entire book, uh, we see here, if you look up in uh, starting kind of in verse 11, a lot of our Bibles actually have a heading above verse 11 that talk about this ministry of reconciliation. And so Paul is explaining to the Corinthian believers the reality of what is theirs in Christ. And then down in uh, verse 18, this reconciliation uh, is described as being a ministry that's been given to us as believers. We're actually to take this good news of the gospel, and now we are ministers of that news. So we take the, the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world and share this news with others. And, and we seek to now be peacemakers between mm-hmm. God and those who may not know him yet. And we have this ministry of reconciliation. And then verse 21 is just unpacking part of that gospel message for us, that, that, that he who had never sinned, Jesus Christ, God made him to be sin so that in him we can become the righteousness of God. So the relationship that we had as a human race with God before sin came in the world, sin broke that relationship, it ruptured it, and Christ came to bring reconciliation. And that's what this verse is talking about, right? That's right. That's right. And now now we've been given that ministry of reconciliation as well. So we carry that forward to those who have not yet heard. He's going to make all things new. And so I'm picking up in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. This is verse 21. And if you don't know this verse, all verses are worth committing to memory, but this one is just such a treasure. It says he, and that's talking about God, he made the one who did not know sin, that's Jesus, to be sin for us so that in him, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. So Jeremy, is there any kind of story here with this verse that you can remember how this verse became meaningful to you? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I was hoping we'd get to that. So I, I grew up most of my Christian life, uh, well, all, all of my life, I, I had the privilege of growing up in a Christian home. Uh, it wasn't until uh, in my late college years um, that this verse really came alive to me. And I would say this, that I spent most of my life understanding half of this verse. Hmm. I, I understood the part about Jesus taking my sin. I understood his work on the cross in my behalf, that he forgives us. The part that I didn't understand was the significance of me becoming the righteousness of God. The the other half of this exchange where, yes, Jesus takes my sin and pays for it there on the cross, but but not only that, but now I actually am am given the righteousness of Jesus Christ so that when God looks at me, he, he doesn't see me sinful. And he also doesn't even see me at at kind of back to neutral again. Mm. Um, I am given the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And a quick story, uh, Champa, a mutual friend of ours um, and I were uh, having uh, coffee together and and he asked me a question that has forever stuck in my mind. He asked me this. He said, if if Jesus would have come to the earth um, and instead of being born as a baby, he had come to earth fully mature as a fully mature man. And then one day he just kind of beamed down from heaven did his sacrificial work on the cross, raised from the dead, and then beamed back up into heaven, all within about a 24-hour period. Would, would that have been the fulfillment of the gospel? Would, would that have been enough, I think is how he put it. And, huh. and I, I chewed on it for a second and thought, uh, yeah, I think, that's, I, I think that would have been enough. And so I boldly 
gave him my answer. Yes. <laughs> he kind of looked at me like, oh man, no. You stepped into his trap. That I stepped into his trap, but it's a trap that um, I look back on now having, uh, you know, years later, and I'm thankful that God used that trap to teach me a really important lesson about this verse in particular. And I think that dear friend even used this verse to help me understand that Jesus Christ didn't only come to die for our sins, but he also came to live the life that we should have lived but failed to do. Where you and I fail to honor father and mother, Jesus came and honored father and mother. Where you and I lied, Jesus always told the truth that Jesus Christ came and he fulfilled all the righteousness of God in his life. So this gives the stories in the Gospels, like I think of the temptation that Jesus went through, the other good works and miracles he did, a whole new light, doesn't it? That's exactly right. Uh, I remember as I began growing in my understanding of this, reading through the Sermon on the Mount and where it talked about Jesus came to fulfill all the law and the prophets, it immediately had new meaning and understanding for me. I understood that, that Jesus came to actually obey all of the laws and the commands of God for me. And so now when God looks at me, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ, Jesus keeping God's law, and and God is satisfied with that. Well, thank the Lord for Jesus. Amen. Jeremy, I have loved having you on the podcast today. Thank you for taking the time to do that. Would you just close our time by praying this verse and giving thanks to the Lord for us? Absolutely. Father, we are thankful that though we were sinners, Christ has died for us. Christ not only died for us, but Christ lived for us. We thank you that when we turn from our sins and trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we are given his righteousness. And so now when you look at us, you see the righteousness of your son and you are pleased. Father, we rejoice in this truth now. May we live each day in the light of this good news. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.